When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We've got some breaking news on the squad for the third and final test uh, of our test summer. The Sydney test, the pink test, starts on January 4. You won't miss a ball of it on SEN. This just in, Ashton Agar and Matt Renshaw have been added to the test squad for the Sydney test in place of Mitchell Stark and Cameron Green. Our very own uh, Peter Lawler was writing about this earlier this morning. Gerard Waitley was on earlier this morning and said if he's writing it, I'm fairly sure it'll happen because they're right on the money, those guys, with selection stories. And uh, it's proven to be 100% accurate from Peter Lawler again. So Ashton Agar will come in. I don't think has played a test since I'm going to say 2017, roughly. Uh, and Matt Renshaw, we'll just get him up to see. Uh, we'll get, we won't get him personally up, but we'll get his numbers up to see when the last time he uh, played uh, a test was as well. Um, 0433981116. Uh, Got some quotes here too from uh, Tony Donamade from the selection table who says. Matthew is included as a versatile batting option who is in good form, including an unbeaten century in the recent PM's 11 tour match against the West Indies. In terms of fast bowlers, it's a blessing to have Josh Hazelwood return, while Lance Morris offers a genuine point of difference with his raw pace and skill. Um, Ashton offers a second spin option should the Sydney pitch be conducive to turn, as it has done in the past. He also brings a solid batting component. We all remember um, his debut, the 98, uh, over in the Ashes in England. This squad will cover all bases for when we get to Sydney and assess the conditions closer to the test match. Will the curator of the SCG essentially encouraged, without actually doing so, Australia to take in a second spinner? So your, your reaction to the squad for the third and final test of the summer, Ashton Agar and Matt Renshaw have been added to the squad, we believe, and we'll hear from Andrew McDonald. Um, in just a moment uh, about Lance Morris coming in and essentially assuring that he would come in as a replacement for Mitch Stark. So there's some news just to hand. Ray's in Ashwood who wants to talk about the Aussie team. G'day, Ray. Yeah, g'day. How are you? Um, yeah, really excited about this Morris kid. Um, apparently they were talking him up. The commentators saw him in the nets and said he's really, really quick and he's got good control. So that'll be really interesting to see him play, even, even though it's in Sydney. And uh, having Agar as well, um, just just as a point, you know, a bit different. And if we're going to go to India, we've got to learn to sort of um, have these guys who can play in all sorts of conditions as well. So it, it's looking a pretty good squad, Renshaw and uh, as well. I mean, he's played a bit of tests now. So and he's in good form. So I really like what they're doing. And also... The way we won, we won, um, we were ruthless, but we weren't obnoxious. And and that's something that was really good. It sort of, mm. it, you know, it did it to the, to the uh, public as well. And, you know, we beat South Africa. I mean, they were second in the world. And I don't hear them complaining about this, te- this uh, wicket, um, as they did against Brisbane. I mean, that was quite interesting that, you know, it was, uh, I think, head hit. 90 in that test, in the first test. So it was there if you're good enough. The runs were there if you're good enough. So um, you just got to be a, a player who can play in all conditions. That's all.
Uh, it's, a, it's a great shout, Ray. Appreciate you ringing up to make. And I love that point about, uh, um, you know, not being arrogant in the way that they went about their cricket. It's, it's a good point. I think it's an important point and one that they're really conscious of as well. And I think they're aware that there's still a rebuilding of the relationship with the Australian cricket public as well. Just when it comes to Lance Morris, so Sheffield Shield stats this year, uh, he's a leading wicket taker, has played the five matches, has bowled in nine innings, has taken 27 wickets at an average of 18.4, an economy rate of 3.3. His best is five for 36, and he's coming off a good season last year uh, as well. He's taken two more wickets than uh, Mark Steckety. He's taken three more wickets than Michael Nisa. Will Sutherland is the other interesting one uh, who's taken 23 wickets for the year as, as a bowling all-rounder. Um, Ashton Agar this year, when it comes to spinners, um, just having a look down the page, he, I don't think he's played a ton uh, of, of shield cricket this year. I'm going to have to go right down the page to to try and find him. In fact, I don't actually know if he has played shield cricket at all this year. But in terms of shield run scorers, if we're looking to bring batters in, Pete Hanscom's actually going to join me later this hour. He's um, almost 100 runs ahead of the next highest run scorer, which in, ironically um, is Cam Bancroft, uh, has the second most runs this year in shield cricket. Uh, but Peter Hanscom has the two centuries and a half century from five Matches eight innings, 571 runs, the highest of 281. He's averaging 81.57. Bancroft averaging 53 this year with three centuries uh, in his 483 runs. Uh, Ward from Tasmania is the other opener who's doing well. Um, And just trying to find Renshaw uh, on that group. Need to go down the page a little bit. Scored 310 runs in eight innings. He is averaging 51.66, a century and a half century to his name. But he's been slowly reasserting himself um, in, the, in the lower levels um, and would looking be looking to add to his 11 tests. So he debuted, if you remember, um, as a, I reckon he was about tw- he's 26 years of age, Renshaw. He's still really young. Um, test cap number 449. He debuted in uh, at the Gabba in 2016 against South Africa. His last test was in 2018 also against South Africa. One century and three half centuries. 636 runs at an average uh, of 33. Four, seven. So he debuted as a kid, really, uh, and now at 26 years of age with a lot more experience under his belt, has had to eat some humble pie, go back and, and start again. Um, and so he would be just champing at the bit to get that other chance. And, and Ashton Agar has played four test matches. We remember that 98 um, on debut in 2015 during the Ashes series there. Um, that was uh, 2017, rather. Uh, sorry, 2013, that was, test cap number 434. And then he played his last test in 2017 against Bangladesh. So it's been a long time for these guys to get that chance again. one three hundred seven three six seven three six to have your say on that. Um, some of the texts that have come through, uh, and I'll just rifle through as many of these as I can. For all the great performances, there's a tangible lack of excitement by the cricketing public to what we've seen this summer. That's come through. Put your name and where you're texting from. We're going national today uh, on SEN. Um, if you put all the comments together, it seems like Scotty Boland is going to get a rest this test. Hazelwood and Morris in. If it's spin-friendly, Agar plays. If it's not, Renshaw plays. Steve on the road. So, Steve, that was uh, at 11 o'clock this morning. So uh, you weren't far off. Um, with Renshaw in, does that mean Marcus Harris has no hope? That's from Daryl in Reservoir. That's an interesting one where I think Harris has averaged about 25. He's been given some sustained runs within the side. Hasn't quite been able to get it to the level that he has in shield cricket where he's been a dominant force. Um, 
Why uh, off the text? Surely a Boxing Day test versus New Zealand would be a better spectacle than the one-sided game we've seen. The Kiwis are a gutsy quality side. The rivalry is already there. The crowd would be huge. Half of New Zealand live here anyway with a winky emoji. Well, they came out 2019-2020 and it was a dead set fizzer uh, as a series. They barely fired a shot, uh, the Kiwis. Um, but I'm with you. I'd love to see uh, New Zealand here more regularly, and I think it would certainly create a, a big crowd. I might even try to find the numbers for the crowd when they did come out in 2019 uh, and 2020 as well. Alex, uh, Big Al says, Sam, the low crowd for the first test in Perth was the result of dumb fixturing and ticket prices. West Australians are supportive of cricket, as demonstrated by the BBL attendances. I made the comment before that maybe uh, their test would be under threat. Let's put a pause in your text because uh, the number one cricket writer in the space and one of our very own Peter Lawler's been good enough to jump on after his story this morning has proven to be uh, well, tarot card reader like uh, in its accuracy, uh, Peter Lawler. Hello, mate. Great to have you on. <laughs> you got to get one right occasionally. <laughs> oh, you're too humble. You're too humble. Um, so, when did you get a whiff that this is how the, the selectors were going to, to go? Um, well, I was leaving the ground last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Um, it's quite a surprise, isn't it? It's not one. Um, you know, often these things you can sort of connect the dots and. Uh, work them out and uh, I suppose there are a few things working in like pointing towards Renshaw's inclusion. Um, Cummins said in the press conference that um, Greeny was irreplaceable uh, and talked about having someone who can bat in the top six. There's also that indication that you know they'll be looking toward India um, and I mean those two things point to Ashton Agar as much as they point to um, Renshaw and when you look at uh, Renshaw's numbers, they're absolutely compelling. So, you know, if you are looking for another batsman, he's the guy to go with. He went, he played in uh, England this winter, or in our winter, in their summer, of course. I think he averaged about 48, Somerset, had a couple of hundreds there. He's going, he's going like the Clappers for Queensland, scored a 200, not out against New South Wales. Recently had a century and an 80 in the Prime Minister's 11 match against yep. the West Indies, averaging about 80-odd. And, and you know, he's, he's in that sweet spot, isn't he, where he, he's had a had a taste of cricket and had it taken away from him. It's gen, you know, it's generally what happens, isn't it? It's the usual career path of guys like him. They go away, they work on what they have to work on, and he recently declared in a piece with AAP, I think it was, that, you know, he's ready for a test recall should it happen. That's not necessarily to say that it will happen in Sydney, but it's a chance. Interesting that if he does come in, you wouldn't expect him to be an opener, Pete. It would appear that he might bat down the order, which he's done at Shield level before being reinstated as opener. He's done it um, in BBL stints as well. Uh, Pete Hanscom is by about 87 or 88 runs of the highest run score in Shield cricket this year. Would you feel like this is... Um, this was maybe his last chance to to get back into the Australian squad. If Green's not there, a middle order player was, you know, you'd be forgiven for thinking that that's the direction that they would go. But it would appear that he's not in the thinking moving forward. Oh, I'm hesitant to make big calls after writing David Warner off lately, so I'm not going to write <laughs> Pete Hanscom off. But um, oh, look, look um, Renshaw did bat in the middle, uh, down the order last year for Queensland. Mm. Um, uh, so I don't know. I, I don't think you'd, you'd never say never with um, with with cricketers. And Peter Hanscom's a very good cricketer, and as you yeah. point out, in very good form himself. Yeah, but the, mate, is, is this the with Agar and Renshaw? Is this not just a Sydney squad inclusion? Is your mind 
of the belief that this is an India squad inclusion as well? 100%. Absolutely. Uh, particularly Agar. Um, Agar particularly, particularly for uh, India. The second spinning option, the one that turns it away a little bit. He was included in the... He was in uh, the Pak- he was in the Pakistan squad. That's right. I saw him mm. over there, and, and he was in the Sri Lanka squad. But I think he had to go home because he didn't pull up right, did he? Um, missed missed his chance to make a play a test in his place in his country of birth. Um, so you know he he yeah he he's obviously um, he's obviously someone they want to take to India, um, and you know you have to take a cup you take a spare batsman or two, given all that can happen that far away from home. So. The same thing goes for for Renshaw, and and look and looking a little bit further ahead of that, you know, Renshaw's had that uh, um, had that good that good winter in the UK, so it'd be pretty good for the Ashes too, were he to be needed. But gee, you know, that team humming at the moment, isn't it? It's, it's hard. The only way you can get in there is by by getting the opposition to break someone's fingers or. Or I don't know, doing a Tanya Harding. You don't think Australian cricket's gone through enough drama in recent times, Pete, that we could have a Tanya Harding incident? Oh dear. <laughs> oh, it's all been positive stories this week. <laughs> 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 a bit of scandal, do we? Yeah. So how do you see them lining up uh, at the SCG? Morris, uh, we believe, is coming in for Stark. Does Hazelwood come back in? What's the 11 for you, Peter Lawler? Oh, God, I've got the flu. And oh, God, there are so many permutations and combinations. Mm. Uh, it's doing my head in. Um, Andrew McDonald gave a very strong hint that Morris was the... the you know, quasi like for like replacement for Stark, and he was talking about how you know they 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 look at balance in the squad and in their team selections. And while he's you know he's obviously not a left armer, but but he's a disruptor and he's mm. got that pace. I'd love to see him play. I mean, how exciting would it be to see a one fifty k plus bowler make his debut for Australia? I don't reckon we really haven't had somebody like that since Brett Lee. We got a, a brief glimpse of Sean Tate, but um, fast bowlers, as we've seen this, as we saw this week with Nokia, they 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 bring the game to life, don't mm. they? Or maybe yep. I'm showing my bias there, but I, I just I love seeing batsmen hopping around and sort of you know trying to protect themselves and their wickets as best they can. Pete, you, you sound like you need a bit of a rest between now and Sydney, so I'm going to let you go and do that. Well done on getting that story up uh, before time, and, and thanks for joining us uh, and giving us some of your time as well uh, on SEN today. Bad see ya. Uh, Peter Lawler there, uh, the Australian's chief cricket writer, part of our SEN Test cricket setup.